This is Joe. And this is Nat. And you're listening to the Getting Better with Age podcast, the show that helps you navigate midlife challenges and turn them into opportunities to grow and evolve into a happier, healthier, and more empowered you. And remember, getting older doesn't mean that the best years have to be behind you. We believe, like a fine wine, you and your life can get better with age. And we're here to show you exactly how to do that. So grab a glass of vino, kick off your shoes, and join us in discovering how to make the next chapter of your life the best one yet. Hey, everyone. It's Joe. And it's Nat. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Better with Age. Thanks for joining us again. We appreciate your support. So how are you doing, Joe? I'm doing wonderful, wifey. What's going on? Oh, lots been going on. Um, <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> it's been a very busy week, um, two weeks, I should say. Um, our son actually graduated high school last week, and we we missed a podcast because we were so busy. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, and it was something that happened in that graduation that actually prompted this um, episode. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> you know how we say life is happening for you. Well, there's something we'll we'll share what happened and how that happened for all of us but it also became the topic of today's podcast like yeah. if that didn't happen we probably wouldn't be talking about this today so one thing that we try to do in this podcast is to be really open honest transparent saying you know we're going through a journey just like you yeah and also if you're listening to this you're like us where it's like you know what the next couple decades don't have to be a death sentence it doesn't have to be a shit show it doesn't have to be the best years are behind us we truly believe that we can get better with age. And so what do we need to do to make that happen? Because the reality is if we just sit on our asses, do absolutely nothing, be like most people who are in midlife. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so difficult. It's so hard. It's not like it was when I was younger. This is hard. That's hard. Blah, 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 blah. Then life isn't going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, the one thing that I stand for is is trying to have as much fun as possible and really enjoying this journey. So as I say all the time, when I go, and I'm going with a smile on my face and a full and grateful heart. That's right. So, so now getting to the topic yes. of today's podcast, um, we want to talk about aging parents because we're in midlife now. So because we're in midlife, our parents are at that next stage of their life. They're getting older. Um, things may be happening with their health. Could be little things, could be big, th- big things, whatever. It's just you know, things aren't the same as they used to. And sometimes we feel like we have to take on the responsibility of taking care of them. Right. And, and this is just a, a natural um, progression, progression progression of, of this life. stage of life. Mm-hmm. Like if you get into midlife, you know, at this point, you might be like us. We've already lost a parent. I lost my dad. You've lost your mom. Yes. So we've already experienced, you know, the loss of, of, of a parent. But hopefully if you're listening to this, you haven't experienced that yet. But your parents may be getting up there in age, and or maybe you did lose a parent, and you're now having to deal with being there to or love the and support your parent the one that's left. during their life as they go through the challenges which inherently they're going through, and that's kind of how this happens. So um, let's just tell t- what happened. Yeah, good. <laughs> so we're, we're sitting at my son's graduation, and my mom was there. And for those of you who don't, my mom is like the old traditional Italian mom. Like family is for everything. Her leg could be cut off, and she's going to find a way to be there for her family. Right. So it was, you know, graduation was supposed to rain and all this other stuff. So it wound up to be a beautiful day. But my mom's sitting there, and all of a sudden I see her get up and walk away. I'm like, that's strange. And all of a sudden she calls my oldest son. And I see her talking to him. So, you know, my spidey senses are, are tingling. I'm like, all right, what's yeah. going on? 
So I go down to her and she's like, I need, I need to go home. And all of a sudden I'm like, wait, something's really not right. And she's like, I'm lightheaded. I feel like I'm passed out. She's like, I got to go to the bathroom. She's like, get me home, get me home, get me home. So I told my son, and like, I know my mother, if she's doing that, I know it's like, it's really bad. So I told my son, I said, um, well, so as we start to walk out, I said, stay here with Nana, I'll go get the car. So as I'm walking out, all of a sudden she falls and she's like really disoriented and totally out of it. And so, again, that just confirmed what I thought was going on. So I told my son, I say, get a, call 911. So he's calling 911 the whole time, you know, stubborn Italian woman. No, I just need to get home. I just need to get home. I just need to lie down. I just need to go to the bathroom, all this other stuff. Now, I was really, really torn at that point because this is my son's graduation. But, you know, this is my mother's health. So, you know, it's like in that moment, mm. her health, her life, Trump, my son's graduation. I knew there'd be a video. I knew people. I knew he would understand. So long story short, she's adamant. She's like, don't call 911. Just get me home. I'll be OK. So. All right. You know, at that point, she started coming around a little bit. So I got her home. She went to the bathroom and she's running back and forth. So she had like really bad diarrhea and cramping and all this other stuff. But then her color started to come back. So now I called 911 at that point because I don't fool around. You know yeah. me when it comes to health. If you're listening to this, when it comes to your health and your life, do not fool around. No. It's better to err on the side of caution than to go, oh, you know what? I should have done this or I could have done that or I regret that I didn't do that. So always do the right thing in your heart. So the EMTs come, they check her. Her vitals were a little high, but other, other than that, not too bad. And she's like, I'm not going to the hospital. And I'm like, okay. So they said, look, you know what? Her numbers are high, but she doesn't have to go. We can't make her go. So long story short, Natalie's sister volunteered to come and watch my mom stay with her, stay with her just so I can go back. And I literally ran to the graduation, got there just as my son's row was getting up. So I was able to experience that, take some pictures, then run back home and stay with her. So she was doing better and she goes home. And then the next morning I, I talked to her, what's going on? And she's like, my foot is really hurting. And she's like, you know, she's like, I had blood, you know, in my, in going to the bathroom, in my stool. And it's, and it's like, so, you know, I called her, I said, look, just call 911, take them to, she's like, you know, she's like, Joe, who's my stepdad will take me to the, I'm like, no, we don't fuck around. Call 911, get the ambulance here. Let them take you. You yep. go right in. Long story short, she's been in the hospital. She just got out. Um, so they believe it's colitis. So they're trying to figure out exactly what's going on. And she has oh, a broken, she broke her foot and she broke her foot in the process. So that's how this all kind of started with this podcast, because our parents are getting up there. You know, my mom had a knee replacement last year. You know, she's other other health challenges and she's not the young, um, strong, healthy woman that she thinks she is. And I have to add this, that this was the very first time that well other than her knee replacement she's never been in the hospital you know since i've known her and when she had her knee replacement like she could not wait to get home but this was the first time that i actually saw her worried about what was going on right right and you know those older generation this is one of the things we're going to talk about is they don't want to burden us as children but when you love someone you know the deal you know what stuff's going on you can see it you can see by their words you can read their expressions, their body language, and you can just observe what's going on in their life. And, and that's what we want to do today is, is talk about this is because what I see happening all the time is this, especially if you come from, you know, traditional families and backgrounds and cultures mm -hmm. like this guilt, mm -hmm. okay? always the guilt, like I have to take care of them. And I see this with one of my siblings where, 
they just went through it with their in-laws and now they're going through it again. And you can see what it did in the stress and what it did to their life. And, yeah. and, you know, when I share something with my sister and hopefully this will help you is that to truly understand that our parents are on their journey, just like we are. And our only job is to love them and to support them the best we can. Right. Okay. And if you can get that and you can understand that, it's your journey. I can't be responsible for your choices and decisions. If you make choices and decisions that are bad for your health and that are going to have consequences, well, you have to be responsible for that. That's I can't take that on. I can't fix you. I can't make you healthy. I can't make you happy. I can't do any of that. All I can do is be there to love and support you the best I can. And I think if you can grasp that and that really clicks for you, it's going to be so much easier because now it's just like, all right, what can I do? What can I do from my heart in this moment? And then you just do that. But if it's that, well, I have to take care of them. They have no one else or that. And again, I'm not saying kick them out on the street, no. but if they've made choices and decisions that is causing them to experience the consequences, you can't take that burden on to fix that. That is their journey. And, you know, and I had this conversation with my sibling the other day and she's like, you know what? I'm getting it. I see that I can't make her be healthy. I can't make her be happy. I can't make her do things that she's not willing to do. And let's face it, you know, in Italian, we have an expression, cabo dust, right? Cabo dust. Which is like head of stone, <laughs> right? Which means hard, that, you hard know, headed, hard headed, like, like they're stubborn, right? Yeah. And that's okay that they're stubborn is that when we just understand, okay, you're stubborn. That's okay. That's your journey. And if you choose to be stubborn, so be it. All I can do is show up to be there and to love you to the best of my ability. And sometimes it's a matter of saying, you know what? I can't do it all. And I love you. And if you want to get mad at me for that, well, that's your shit. <laughs> right. And, you know, aside from the health thing, there's also, you know, we lost my mom two years ago. So my dad is alone and um, it's hard because, you know, I, we kind of feel like we have to always keep him entertained. Right. So he's not alone all the time, but. I, you know, we've learned to say, you know, we do what we can for him, but then I think he understands, like, we can't be there all the time. You know, we'll have him up here almost every weekend. Um, so he's not alone because there's not many friends around anymore. And um, so it, it, it's kind of tough, but it, it's the, going back to that guilt thing. You, we can't feel guilty for not doing something if you know that you're doing the best you can. Right. And, and I always look at it the other side. I always, you know me, I always try and see it from if I was on the other side, like if I was on the other side, I never want to be a burden to my children. Right. Like I always say, if I, if they get to the point where somebody's got to wipe my ass, you know what? Get me out of here. Call Dr. Kevorkian or put me in a home. <laughs> Just make sure I'm comfortable. I'm not in pain. Make sure sports centers on and I'm good because I want people I love to live their life. Mm -hmm. I don't want I see what what's happened. And again, that doesn't mean that you're not there to love and support right. and do whatever you can. I'm not talking about a hedonistic society where, you know what, it's all about me and what I want. But there's a matter you have to walk that fine balance where I want to be there. I want to love you. I want to do everything I can to assist you to the best of my ability but I can't do it all. And that's a burden. And I think when people generally look like your dad, I think he totally gets that. And he's yes. the last. And I think one of the reasons why he doesn't ask, because I don't think he does want to be a burden. Right. And, and we tell him all the time, listen, if you're alone, just call us. You can come over. Like we're always home. We, we don't do anything. 
but he still doesn't. Like I still have to call him to come over. And actually one thing that I love as we speak in this moment, our three boys drove down to his house to go to lunch with him. Right. So, and so he knows that we're always going to be there. Yeah. And I think that's when you, people truly love each other, mm -hmm. they see things through the eyes of love and saying, you know what, you don't need to be around me. You don't need to take care of me. And, but that doesn't mean that there are times where we go, okay, I understand that's how you feel, but no, I need to be there for you. I need to take yeah. care of you. I need to, but you're doing it from your heart. You know, I always say responsibility chosen is a joy. Responsibility dictated is a burden. Right. Right. So if you're doing something out of guilt, now all of a sudden that becomes a burden that becomes stressful, that impacts your life. It impacts your health. It impacts your attitude. It'll impact your family. It, it's like a domino effect. But when you do it from that place that, you know, what, I'm choosing to do this from a place of love right? because I love you. I want to be there to the best of my ability. And sometimes I can't do it all. And I'm going to say that. And then if you have an issue with that, that's cool. That's your stuff. If you want to play the guilt card, let's face it, which, you know, a lot of, you know, parents, you know, are really good at playing the guilt card. But there's, you know, one of my favorite expressions is nobody can make you feel guilty if at some level, you know, you have nothing to feel guilty about. Right. So normally when we feel guilty, because there's a part of us that believes we did something. Yeah. Right. And we take that on. And, and that's part of the journey is, is getting better with age is finding your truth. Like this whole thing is about finding your truth and being who you authentically are living and loving from your heart and knowing when you're doing that you can't control what anybody else is going to say or do. Right, exactly. Um, and, you know, one thing I wanted to add, because before my mother passed and she was sick with Alzheimer's and, you know, I would be there all the time for her. If something happened, Joe and I would run down, like we would do a lot for her and it was mostly me. And there's always usually that one sibling that kind of feels like they have to do everything because nobody else will. Right. Cause they're, they're usually, they're usually <laughs> good at it. It's like, they're, it's like, so that's that their me. lane. That was me. Um, but there was a time when she started really getting bad and I actually had to have surgery, had a hysterectomy. I don't know if you remember, Joe. Oh, I like, remember. No, Trust me. Not, I, there's no way. I would, yes. Not the hysterectomy part of it, but the other part that I'm going to say. So I literally could not take care of her. So I had to say to my sister, I'm like, listen, you have to do this. You have to kind of take the reins. Like I, I can't, I just had major surgery and you know, to her credit, she did. And, and we moved forward and got the help my mom needed and everything. But don't be afraid to delegate and to say, listen, I, if you have siblings and if they're nearby and it's, you know, I can't do it all. I need help. Right. And, and I think that's so important because I, I hear that a lot. Like I'm the only one, you know, my other siblings, they're irresponsible. They live far away. And it's like, you know what? Just because they're far away doesn't mean that they can't play a role in it. It might be, you know, they can't be there physically, but maybe financially they can get help for mom a day a week or whatever it may be, um, you know, or pay for food, whatever it may Door -dash be. DoorDash food Door -dash, to them, you know, you know whatever. To, to, to make life easier. <laughs> and, you know, there are some circumstances where it does fall all on you and, you know, and that's just the way it is. And again, life happens for you, but how can you see that as an opportunity to be your true self? And that might be part of why it's happening is the universe is saying, you know what, you're just as important as everybody else. You got to take care of you, go do things, you know, get someone to come and watch your mom for a day so you can have a night out, whatever it may be. Again, it's your life too. It's your journey. And 
your responsibility is just as a child, I think, is just to love your yeah. parents, you know, and to the best of your ability. That doesn't mean you have to take on everything and do it all, because if that's not truly coming from your heart and you're truly at peace with that, it's going to lead to resentment. It's going to lead to anger. You know, we've all seen that with, you know, friends or family members who had caregivers who kind of had to do it all. Yeah. And you see how they got angry at the people they were taking care of. Yeah. And you can see how easy it is to understand why that happens. Absolutely. Because it's like, hey, I didn't sign up for this. I don't want this. Now I got to deal with all this. And if you're not dealing with the emotions and everything and seeing that as an opportunity to grow and learn and become a better you, it's going to build up and manifest in some kind of negative feeling or emotion or experience in your life. Yeah, definitely. And we have experienced that. And, um, you know, it's not easy. When my mom first got sick, it was very hard for my dad and he would get angry. Um, but until, you know, we got him help, we started talking to somebody. And then we also got, he, you know, brought care in for her, which helped tremendously. So he was able to get out. You know, we would invite him to things and because my mother wasn't able to come. But once he was able to get out and feel a little bit of freedom, it really helped. Um, you know, so that's very important for caregivers is to do what you can. I remember when my grandmother was, um, she had had a stroke and my aunt was taking care of her and she needed to get out and she, she wanted to go to the YMCA every day just to work out. So, you know, she, I was able to, you know, cause we're, we were flexible with our business. So I was able to go down in the afternoons, work from there and, watch my grandmother so my aunt could get out of the house so it's very important if you are a caregiver to get that relief somehow we're again we're all doing the best we yeah. can and you know the purpose of this podcast is just go this is at the stage where we're at yeah right and we can run from it we can put our heads in the sand like an ostrich and pretend oh no <laughs> it's wonderful it's fine it's all good where we can just observe it show up for our parents yeah. see what they're going on through have conversations with them and love and support them so that they can make their life the best it can be under yeah. the circumstances you know another thing that's common is that i see with my parents is a lot of their friends are passing away right you know they had this great big social network of yeah. friends and it's it's almost like the last man standing yeah and it's sad because it's like well where do i go what do i have to do you know nobody's around this one you know i got another week to go to another week to go to and it's like they're all kind of like dropping like flies which is sad and you have to empathize for that. And that's why I think, you know, for us, it's like, hey, we're going here, come over. You know, we're going to go there. Hey, you want to get together for yeah. dinner? Um, we're going to have a barbecue or, you know, what are you guys doing for dinner this day? Because, you know, I mean, that's, I think, who we are. We're, we're big family people. Yeah. And, you know, because you can never have enough love in your life. And we don't know. You know, that's one thing I learned losing my dad so early in life is we don't know how long they're here. So I right. think anything at this point really is a blessing. And it's just understanding that, it's not our responsibility to fix them, to heal them. It's our responsibility to love them. And again, if you can just grasp that, if you get nothing else from this, your responsibility is to love them to the best of your ability and just live your truth from your heart and everything will work out the way it's meant to. Right. And then if you're doing that, I'm sure they will see that and they will understand. Yeah. And the one thing I just want to add that you would say all the time is the little phrase, care, don't carry. Oh, love it. <laughs> That's three words I learned. Care, don't carry. Right. You right. can care about somebody, but you can't take on their burdens and their stuff. And, you know, you just do your best. Yes. And love them. Yeah. And when you realize that I care, I love you, I'm going to do whatever I can from my heart to be there for you, to love you yep. and support you. But when you start pulling me under and you start affecting my life, my happiness and my joy, 
then I have to take a serious look at it and decide what I want to do. Other it's just saying, Hey, you know what? I'd love to, but I just can't. Can somebody else do it? Right. Or you know what? You're just going to have to spend the day alone or you know what? Sorry, this isn't working and we, we need to make some changes. And right. again, cause you, you have to honor your truth and be your true authentic self because mm-hmm. that's the key to getting better with age is to be the best version of who, who you were created to be. Yeah. So before we wrap it up, anything you want to say, any kind of action steps? Well, you know, think about where you're at. Think about where, if you still have your parents, where they're at and what you can do to just show them love and, and not, you know, try to see where those guilty feelings are coming from and understand that it's not about having to do something. It's not about feeling guilty. It's about just loving them right. for who they are. Right. One, one of the things I use in that is in those moments where, you know, you get into your head, you mm-hmm. you get those thoughts, your, your, your ego, your fears, all, all your shit comes to the surface and you get into that reactive mode. You know, I try to go, okay, what does my heart know to be mm-hmm. true? Right. So this week, if you're dealing with this, right, just take some time to go, what does my heart know to be true? You know, and, and you'll say, you know what, they're just scared. Or, you know, they're just lonely yeah. or they just need someone to vent to. Like, that was a big one, you know, just realize, you know, sometimes my mother called, you know, she'd call, well, thank God she does it more to you than she me. She calls me but to she vent. Just calls, like, <laughs> like to just vent and about this and that. And like my sister would be like, I don't get it. And, you know, you know why does she do this? And I can't, she's so negative. And she's not doing it because that's what she wants. She just wants to vent. And so if you just sit there, like I do it, like the elevator music. And I'm like, as she's yeah. venting, I'm like, La 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 la. Okay, you good now? You got it all out? All right, good. I love you. I'll see you later. And it's just so peaceful yeah. just doing that. So just again, what does your heart know to be true? So just look at that and, and then just be more loving. Look at them through the eyes of love and say, how can I love and support you on your journey? Because that's all I'm here for. Yeah, exactly. All right. So as always, we'd love to hear from you. Did this resonate with you? Did it land? You know, what was your takeaway? You know, reach out, let us know what, what really that you were taking away from this. Yeah. And all our information is always down in the show notes. So um, you can reach out to us that way and, um, you know, share this. If there's somebody, you know, that's dealing with this and going through it. So yeah, share it could help them. All right. We love and appreciate you. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.